What was that? I, I, for put, I needed to put Do Not Disturb on my, on my devices. Come on, Why? Jimmy. Wait, you might want to take it. Yeah, it might be important. It might be like a job. Uh, no, it's the wife. No, the entire Ignore. Is it a fu- <laughs> Gentlemen, before you take a bite. <laughs> literally had my tongue yeah. on a spoon. Uh, I think we should do maybe a real intro and introduce ourselves to people because we didn't do that last time. That's true. I mean, they know who we are, but they don't. But those new listeners that we have don't know who we are. All those new listeners, yeah, they're they're coming. We've we've heard the feedback and we've gotten the messages, all the retweets and uh-huh. the DMs the, and the re TikTokings. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. and uh, you're all reaching out. We really appreciate it. We do. Yeah, love all of you. Well, welcome to Two Characters and a Clown. This is a comedy podcast? Possibly. Question mark. Uh, my name is RJ Owens. My name is Johnny Miles. My name is Jimmy Slonina. And we are Two Characters and a Clown. Hello. 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 I'm not, I'm not exactly sure... Okay, this bread is so good, but I have the spoon to dig into it. I almost like need a fork and knife. You like a fork and knife? Because well, you're going to need a fork and knife. Do you think? You will I need it, one? I need you can one. Get right? it from the back end. You can, you can get also it from, just pick it that's up. That's what she and said. Chomp on it underneath. French onion soup today. Put it in my mouth. Yeah. What are you putting in your mouth? I'm putting French onion soup with a big fat ass crouton with cheese on it into my mouth. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Today we have for our what are we eating? Homemade French onion soup. Oh. It is D and also lectable. Mm. Oh, man, it's good. It sat overnight. That's what made it better. Hells yeah. Has, has anybody told you that French onion soup is hard? Is what? Is hard to make. Is it hard to make? No, it's so fucking easy to make. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Take you, did, what did you say? Five ingredients? Five ingredients. I have six pounds of yellow onions okay. that I sliced a quarter inch thick. Mm-hmm. I put a stick of butter in a, in a soup pot. Mm-hmm. Let it come to a bubble because that's how you, that's how you get the good. That's how you get the milk solids out. Uh-huh. And then I threw the onions in, and it was put it on medium high. Let them sweat for two and a half, almost three hours. Just stew down. About an hour and a half into it, I added six cloves of shaved garlic. That was the that was the bonus. That was the added ingredient. Oh yeah, I got it. I, I got that the hints mm-hmm. of garlic in there. And I added some thyme. More than two hours? Yeah, no, yeah. Overnight. Um, overnight. Ooh. Ooh. And then um, once it, once it, after the two hours, three hours was up, I added uh, chicken stock. Mm-hmm. Um, I added, I think, two quarts of chicken stock and let it simmer for a half hour, turned it off, let it come to room temp, threw it in the fridge, let it sit overnight. Would beef stock work as well? Beef stock would work as well. I think beef stock, in my opinion, with, with French onion soup, beef stock is too meaty. Hmm. Um, I like it. It, it masked the masked the onions a bit. Sure. I love there. I also threw some. Oh, I I did do some secret ingredients, but but they're secret, so you can't know. Yeah, I'll tell you. I had some shallots in the fridge. Oh yeah. And so, at hour number two, when I put in the thyme, I put in about seven shallots that I had also cut the same size. So, because shallots will give you a the the yellow onions are are sweet. Now you can do this with any onion. Mm-hmm. But uh, I prefer yellow onions because they make it sweet. Yeah. Um, but you can do it with red onions. You can do it with a mix of onions. Like white onions would be too harsh. I think mm-hmm. white onions would be uh, a little bitter. But a mix of onions is great. I think it's pretty tasty. Yeah, yeah. It's really tasty. It's mm. beyond pretty tasty. 
It's very tasty. As we mentioned last time, for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, we're three guys who are eating lunch, drinking brown liquor, and talking about stuff. <laughs> That's it. See, here's me plowing through this food. I'm going to beat both of you. By the way, the garlic taste you get is from, because um, when I toasted the uh, Crowtons on top, mm-hmm. I Wait, rubbed. Let's back that up for yeah. a second. Mm. Toasted the. Crowtons? Crowtons. Crowtons? The crusty bread croutons that go on top of like salads and soups and stuff. Yeah, no salads. <laughs> yeah, are they are they German? Croutons. Croutons. Crusty croutons. This may be a bad time to say that to say this, but when I, I say croutons now because um, it's an homage to the little fat kid on the Cosby Show. Rudy had a little fat kid friend, and they and Peter. He, Peter. And Mr. Oh, and Mr. Don't Huck- need to fact check that, yeah. do we? Mr. Huxtable took him out to a fancy dinner, and all Peter wanted for dinner was Crowtons. Did he say Crowtons? He said Crowtons. <laughs> and I identified with Peter, so I call it Crowtons. I was a big fan of Cosby until he, until he started the raping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's when it stopped? Yeah. I mean, it was certainly an influence. I used two types of cheese. Can you taste it? I used a Swiss and a Gruyere. I... I couldn't it was just all this flavor explosion there's more you want more i'm good man That's what perfect. are you feeling okay i i am okay. i did have breakfast this morning oh, I didn't. which i realized after i ate i was like why did i eat breakfast i'm coming to rj's but it's fine it's delish and still i finished before you guys again johnny this was a good choice this is your idea johnny yeah yeah i, I mean s- soups are I can't even. I can't tell you the last time that I went to a restaurant and ordered soup, or you know, like had soup at home or whatever. But soups are freaking delicious. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's not good when it's 120 out. No. Some of the cold soups. Oh well, sure, gazpacho yeah. or something. Yeah. But some of the hot soups too, like not, not necessarily like I'm talking heat hot. Not I'm mean, talking spice hot, not heat hot. Mm. Those are great for producing sweat when it's hot out. Mm. Cools you off. What do you got? Like what? Oh. Um, I've always, like, a, a good pot of beans, a good chili on a hot day, great. Hmm. Great. God, that, that doesn't sound appealing. Mm. It sounds uh, too much. Uh, a, a nice spicy, um, like a spicy ramen on a hot day. Well, I'm always up for ramen. Me too. Me too. I love Soup? To- you consider ramen a soup? Oh, totally. Yeah? Yeah. Like the Asian chicken noodle soup, basically? Yeah. 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 I, ma- I make a, a killer ramen. You do make a killer ramen. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You might have to take the show on the road to Jimmy's house. And I'll have to bring the Instapot over. Have some killer ramen. Maybe we'll do ramen some one of these days. What's that? Yeah, I was like, I need to, I, like, we need to contribute rather than have RJ just be slaving over the... Oh, but you know me. I'm, cooking is my therapy, boys. Sure, I sure. love this. It'd be nice to, like, once in a while, like, maybe I'll come in and, and cook, cook my right. ramen for you guys. All right. Cook your what? Ramen. Cook my ramen, baby. It sounded like you said ramen. Ramen. Well, we were going ramen. down a crouton ramen. We're going <laughs> to ram some ramen is what, what we're going to do. Call do. The, what do you call the things that you cut out of advertisements to take to the store to get a discount? Scissors? <laughs> no, not. <laughs> you mean cuppins? Oh. God, come on. <laughs> no, but some people say. Right. How would you kitchen say kitchen shears? 
How dare you? <laughs> I'm talking about the little slips of paper that you yes. take in. Coupon. Oh, receipts. Coupons. You say coupons. I do say coupons. I don't say coupons. Yeah, coupons, coupons. I, th- I think I say coupons as well. Soda or pop? Let's, well, go, let's go through it, guys. I know, let's get into it. Where I grew up, it was pop. It was pop course. for me, too. Yeah, but I don't, I don't say pop anymore. I say soda. For me, it was all the name brand. Yeah, Coke yeah. or Dr. Pepper. RC Cola. RC mm-hmm. Cola. I, I had a, a buddy that came to visit me in New York when I was living there, and we went to this little crummy restaurant, and uh, the server came over, and you know she was kind of funky and groovy and kind of tatted up or whatever, and she says, you know, what do you guys want to drink? And... I looked to him and I said, it's up to you. And he goes, what kind of pop do you have? And she paused, stared at him and went, you're not from here, are you? (laughs) I said, no, he's visiting. He's visiting. (laughs) He'll have a soda of some sort. But yeah. Or when they say Coke for everything. Like if you want a 7-Up, you get a Coke 7-Up or a 7-Up Coke. How about this one? Mm -hmm. When, When I was growing up, Southern Ohio, when you asked for mayo... On something you always got Miracle Whip. Oh, <laughs> I RJ hates mayo and he hates Miracle Whip even more. I can't but, tell the difference between either one. Oh, of there's a difference. Yeah, uh, I'm, yeah. I, I mean, like Miracle Whip has this kind of tanginess to it, okay. that, like a sweetness, sugary. Of course, it's sugary sure. and sweet. Yeah, but no, like if you said like you know I'll take a cheeseburger with ketchup and mayo, you would get ketchup and Miracle, Miracle Whip. Whip. Yes, unless you, or or you could have to say like I'll take a cheeseburger with ketchup and craft real mayonnaise and oh, then you would get very specific yeah or yeah and that's that's then you would get like the real mayo huh. as opposed to miracle whip miracle whip on everything though yeah i just got hip to uh real wasabi like legit wasabi not that like um horseradishy paste that you get sometimes that's the i think that's the only wasabi i know oh yes i've been to some sushi restaurants lately recently that it's it's a little bit more of a kind of like a relish it's a bit more of a chunky sort of like a a, a wet a wettish green relish that's uh-huh. and it 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 makes all the difference and of course you you pay a premium for it sure oh but man it i i, I can't go back now it's a, it's got a freshness to it or yes um, yes it's like definitely you know a uh, uh, real wasabi not the, oh, not the paste fresh grated fresh grated absolutely you want yeah Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I just discovered this. I had no idea. I always thought like, oh, we're just gonna, you know, this is this is what wasabi is. But then somebody turned me on. To you it. know what it's traditionally grated on? What is shark skin? Shark skin. Shark skin. Yep. That is the traditional way to grate wasabi. On an actual skin of a shark. Uh huh. Because shark skin is all like a really coarse sandpaper. Wow. And so yeah. And like, can you reuse it? Or it's like oh, yeah. it's, it's oh, like you a, would think they'd be super slippery. Well, you dry it out, obviously. Yeah, it's not like you fresh. You don't, right you, you don't go out to the, the ocean, ocean and find a shark and cuddle it while you create your wasabi. Yeah. Oh, look who doesn't know about sharks and their skin all of a sudden. <laughs> who's being attacked for his you lack of knowledge Jaws? for sharks. You to get close to one of those. By the way, gentlemen, speaking of the J-A-W-S, oh. did you see there's a new musical opening off-Broadway called Bruce? I have not. It is written by two local Las Vegans who wrote Marilyn the Musical and another show. Oh, yeah. Bleh. Oh, I didn't see it. Uh, it didn't open. It did. Oh, right, right. That's why I didn't see no it. No one saw it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's all about the mechanical shark in Jaws. Oh, yes. And it's all, ri- it's all taken from this book about the guy who designed it. Oh, uh-huh. I think that's going to be so interesting. 
It's a musical. It's a musical about the making of the mechanical shark in Jaws. Yes, absolutely. That that's fascinating to me. There's a story somewhere. There's a story somewhere. Like, do they have a pool on stage where it appears <laughs> oh from? Oh my god, that would be awesome. That would be great, right? Uh, this that reminds me of a story that I haven't thought of in a million years. Huh. <clears throat> Apropos of nothing, but you saying, well, there, is there going to be a pool on stage? Yeah. I had a, um, I, when I was in college, I had a writing teacher. Actually, I don't know that I ever took his class, but um, he was a playwright, and he was doing a seminar. He was doing a talk, and he was, he was essentially talking about the difference between what it means to be a, a playwright or, or a director and you know, what your responsibility is. And he had this whole thing about he was trying to figure out a way to have a ship come in to you know as a set piece mm. and you know he's trying to figure out the best way to write it in you know how would it be or whatever and he was talking to the producer and the producer says in your script you should write a ship enters exactly and leave it up to the other person to figure out what exactly. it looks like that's, was no, like, that's yeah. so true I lo- and i always remember that i yeah. don't know that, that you know how it applies to me or this or anything but i just i, I love that yeah you idea. can't like say like you know a, a ship set piece rolls in on casters and you know uh, yeah or like uh like uh the the front of a of a ship that can be used for yeah. such and such should roll in at this point you like, nope a ship enters yeah no we we did uh i was part of a theater company in chicago called defiant theater and we did uh one one of the uh flagship shows that we uh-huh, did flagship. I get it uh, was called Action Movie The Play and so it was an, a, a legit action movie kind of based on like a, a Seventh Samurai sort of like you know a, a team of a team of good guys are assembled to defeat the bad guy and stuff and, and I played the Kung Fu guy character which obviously I couldn't play anymore but um, but um, <clears throat> the, the, like we had stage directions like a car chase occurs <laughs> and then we would do a five-minute car chase on stage, and uh, uh, an alligator appears and swallows Kung Fu Guy whole. You know, oh, Jesus. this sort of thing. So, yeah, no, it's it, it's it's done with the thought that uh, your designers and you know the company that you're with is going to figure the brilliance and the artistry of that sort of thing out. The yeah. uh, the the audacious the, the audacious um, uh, suspending the audience's disbelief is just. I love that. Sh- well, I, love I that will shit. share with you the one of one of. I was going to tell my boat story, but then this story reminded me of something better. Uh, I did a version of a little night music, and I I I wanted. I, I was not an actor in the show. I was a technician. Um, this was when I was doing theater, young, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. And there's a the the eleven thirty number the the right before. Um, Intermission is a weekend in the country. A weekend in the country, da 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 da, and it's the two families getting together to spend the weekend together. But the the two heads of the families are actually having an affair. Oh, so it's like all the families are getting together, and they got to keep quiet. And oh God, what's going on? All that bullshit. And the scenic designer Ted Dolis, and this was on a big proscenium stage, a sixty foot proscenium stage. Uh, Theodore Dolis, Ted Dolis, uh, did some amazing stuff he, because they took place in, in very large mansions, so we had flats and practicals that came in to make it, make it appear that way. But when it came time for Weekend in the Country, the song is set so that everybody 
who is involved in this is singing their version of that song. Mm-hmm. And they're all taking place in different parts of the country, the countryside. Uh-huh. So he had an idea that during the, the song, they were all getting their bags and, and suitcases and luggage and everything together to go for a weekend in the country. So everybody's grabbing things. And so as people are singing their songs, these suitcases are coming downstairs and around and being stacked on stage. And um, at one point, there's just this mass of probably 50, 60 suitcases, trunks, what have you. And then they just start clicking them together and it turns into two old giant, um, uh, one of those German cars, the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang car. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sturdevant or something like that. Not Studebaker. Not Studebaker, Sturdevant. Krautens. Krautens, yes. (laughs) And on stage, they built two 18-foot long automobiles that looked like automobiles out of suitcases and they moved. They were on casters and they rolled and they came to, they started on each side of the stage, came across, joined in the middle, and drove upstage. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, that's how the song ended. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic Beautiful. is right. Oh, I love that. That is awesome. Yeah. I love that outside of the box mm-hmm. thinking of d- d- design and movement with, uh, with design uh, in theater. That's, Absolutely. It's really fun. Did you always want to do theater when always. you were a kid? Always. Yeah? Thanks to Art Salvagno. What's Art Salvagno? Art Salvagno uh, was a family friend. Is a family friend. He is the reason I am doing what I'm doing today. He, uh, my father would throw parties, and Art would. Uh, I was always bartending, but Art would always be there. And Art was um, an English teacher, but he also wrote all the eighth grade plays at the grammar school. Just an incredibly talented man. He was an artist. He is. His wife is an organ player, um, and he uh, he he cast me in my first show when I was like eleven. Hmm. I played William Dowtown in a melodrama called The Drunkard or The Fallen Saved. And I was <laughs> I was big as a house, dumb as a fence post, and honest as the day is long. That was the character description. <laughs> um, and I was hooked. I've, I've, I've always wanted to, th- I've always done theater. I mean, um, I wrote, I just wrote our bios for the mm. webpage. The story how I got into professional theater was I was working at the Western Stage in Salinas, California, which was always referred to as Ashland South. It, it, was, it was the heyday. This was the 80s. And it was when uh, community colleges and schools had funding for this stuff. So we had, we, it was a summer stock theater, but they did theater year round. But in the summer, they did three main stage shows in repertory and 10 studio shows in the 99 seat black box mm-hmm. in, rep- in repertory. So there was always a chance that on a Saturday or Sunday, you could see, you know, six different shows in two theaters. Right, right. That's crazy. crazy. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, but I was. Uh, uh, what was I? I was a technician, 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, our town is rehearsing in the outdoor rehearsal space. And I'm walking by. I'm carrying lumber walking by. And I hear the director, Clyde Ventura. God, all these names are just coming right back to me. Jesus <laughs> I'm surprised Christ. you remember everybody. Um, he's like, hey, who's the fat kid? Give me the fat kid. Oh, my God. That sounds like a Summerstock Theater director. Yes. <laughs> and, and he cast me as... Uh, what's his name? The 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 boy in our town cast me as his, his buddy. Hmm. That's where it happened. That's where it started. You got paid. I got paid. Lost a testicle. You know that was the that show. Was, that was the show that, that you lost was a testicle. The show. Wait a minute. I thought it was a fence that you jumped over. No, it what was. was it? A, I was running off stage, and somebody had placed a chair in the vomit. Yeah. I ran off stage. 
Oh, I thought you. Okay, I'm no, sorry. I got the. I don't jump fences. Uh, who are we talking about here? Jumping fences. That's that's the story I gave one of our uh, uh, locker room mates. Oh no! So I'll have to correct yeah. that with it him. Was, no, it was no. It was somebody put a chair in a vom that wasn't supposed to be there during curtain call, and I ran off and smashed my fucking testicle. <gasps> oh, it's even worse. Oh my gosh, guys, I gotta go. You gotta go. I have to leave. I got stuff. I got things to do. All right, let's table this. We'll get back to it. More theater talk. Oh, yeah, I'm, I have questions. Uh, I guess we're going to wrap this up. With that being said, I'm RJ. I'm Jimmy. I'm Johnny. And we are Two Characters in a Clown. Three libidos. I love you guys. Bye. Enjoy yourself. It's later than you think. Enjoy yourself while you're still in the pink. The years go by as quickly as a wink. Enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself. It's later than you think.